Hamilton here, Lane Tech, class of 1976. Still live on the north side of Chicago in the Lincoln Square area. And I'm here with Butch and Pete Jansen. This is just always fun to chat about Lane Tech back in the day. Welcome to Chicago Back in the Day, a podcast about memories of Chicago back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, Chicago traditions, sports, music, food, etc. My name is Pete. I grew up on the northwest side of uh, Chicago in Hermosa Park, and I'm joined with Walter or Butch. Yo. Yo, who grew up in Bucktown. He played ball at Lane, and he played with Sean Payne at EIU. He's been featured in over 300 articles and features on Chicago. You might hear a few Dems, Does, two or three times, and a few F-bombs. Just like we're standing around in the alley chatting, you've been warned. If you have any <laughs> ideas for the show or topics, feel free to reach out to Walter at blog or Pete at blog. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook. We got our man Glenn from uh, Lane Tech Indian alum, one of the most uh, prominent Lane Tech alums that we have here now, most vocal, not prominent, vocal. Well, I think that means prominent. I think that means vocal prominent. and prominent. Yeah, no, I, and, I say what I, you know. In fact, when one of my daughters gave me shit the other day, she says, Daddy, on that Zoom meeting that they had uh, with the principal and uh, the Lane Tech alumni, she said, one of my friends says, is that your dad on there, mouth and all? And Caroline <laughs> says, oh, my God, yeah, that's my dad, yeah. So, you know. Mouthing off, huh? Yeah, I was mouthing off on the Zoom meeting, you know, when they had a principal, Tennyson, on and go, where are you? I see you there. Why are you hiding? You know, I said something stupid like that. I don't know. (laughs) Well, the last show we were on, you know, we we kind of called it, didn't we? We said, hey, what's it going to take to get that guy out? And bam, he's gone. He's gone. And Butch, you (laughs) want to basically give the great news what happened last night? Yeah, Edwina Thompson unanimously was elected the first black female principal of Lane Tech. Kudos to Edwina. And you guys called that too. We were hoping. We were hoping five years ago we were hoping for that. Yeah. She was hoping for it five years ago. It should have. She was hoping for it five years ago. Let me tell you how, what a person she is. The meeting was last night, but where was she? She was at a Lane Tech volleyball team. Uh, we were in sectionals. Lane Tech boys right now are ranked second in the state. They're like 24 and one. These guys are killing it. She was there watching the Lane boys volleyball supporting administration, you know, for Lane athletics. And she's going to be a big part of Lane athletics, not like uh, Tennyson, who never showed up to anything. That was more important to her than being, you know, seeing the Zoom meeting being elected. You know, that shows me something. Now, what's her background again? You guys called it, man, on the last show. But let's got a long history at Lane, doesn't she? Yeah, she's been there for a long time. I mean, she's been a teacher before she was uh, assistant principal. She's been assistant principal for, what, 12 years? Yeah, about. Her resume is online. Uh, I believe she's an 88. Is that possible? 88 grad or 92 or something like that? Yeah, I'm I'm guessing 92. Guessing, guessing. Yeah, I I spoke with one of her former teachers who's an assistant principal at Evanston, and he remembers her. Her name was Edwina Golston at that time. Good academic kid, she said. She was willing to learn. She was a good grader, and and she was really happy for her. You know, I I think think she's an athlete, too. You know, and she's a Christian woman. She's very involved. Uh, gospel choir. Go- thank you, gospel. She's very involved gospel, in gospel okay. choirs. Very. And she's a good mediator. She won't come off as Tennyson who will say, screw you, alumni. She can work with all divisions within Lane. She's going to be a good facilitator is the 
best way I can describe her. Well, she that's her good. on the it's, show. Yeah, I don't. I, well, I invited the two women of the LSC that I was FOIA requesting of the LSC, and uh, they never got back to me. I don't know if you guys tried to ask them on as well. Pete, did you uh, drop them a line there or no? Uh, an email? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, they don't want to come uh, on. They don't want to come. Well, on. all right. We all we can do is try, but let's try the principal, huh? Yeah. See what, it, what she has planned. Uh, she had a lot of stuff on the on the. Um, which has become, by the way, a very good resource for the uh, LSC meetings is the champion, formerly the Warrior. Yeah, they, yeah, it's very man. They're really on on the ball there. You got to give them uh, high marks on that. I mean, I I follow the meetings just by following them. Walter, how did they get such an insight? With you know, that's what I was amazed. Well, they're at the Zoom meetings, and they're and they're basically court reporting. Okay. And uh, they're following up with people right there. This guy, I think his name is Bernstein, Alex Bernstein. He is he yeah, he's some, on Instagram too. He does pretty well with the sports and he looks like he's got himself a, a pathway to his career. Yep. Um, and he, they did a great job. I followed them. And you know what I started doing is I sent the LSC emails on different things. I sent them emails on a coach who was arrested three times before I sent them things on residency violators currently on his staff. I sent them things on, uh, the feel of the Lane Tech alumni that's not associated with the Lane Tech Alumni Association. And not one of those emails ever got returned. The only time I started getting returns on email was when I started FOIA requesting the LSC. Then they decided, oh, well, well let's get back to this guy now. I, I don't know. I guess they were never taking anyone seriously. Taking you seriously, Butch. Well, I, you know, I... I, uh, I'll get into people's shit beat. There's no doubt about it. If they're, if they're doing something wrong, they're not being transparent. I'm going to let people know. Glenn knows that. Oh, I do. <laughs> tell, I'm, I'm basically telephone, telegraph, tell Butch, man. If you're not being straight with people and people are asking you questions, I'm going to blast you. Basically people have done that to me. So it's only fair game in the, you know, let, let's get them. Let's be the watchdog. Yeah. Do you want Butch on your side or against you? Uh, I don't want Butch against me. I'm going to say that. I, I want him on my side. Thank you. Just like Dennis Rodman or on the AJ Brzezinski of the uh, Lane Tech alumni. That's a great way to describe yourself. Exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, hey, we're in it. We're in it to win it, right? We're not in it to just uh, have tests. I mean, we're too old for that now, right? We don't need people dodging us anymore. If you ask the question and you're in, you're you're in office, you're standing up. Uh, you want to take responsibility and be voted in and. Then start answering some questions. Don't you know? Don't tell us you don't have the answers. I mean, I can understand some of the some of the answers they weren't giving me. I asked for the full slate of uh, people applying for the principal job, and you know, I could understand, you know, via a personnel reason, I couldn't see the, all of their resumes, and I could see a couple other things. Uh, but I asked for the closed session minutes, and that was being problematic. And we went back and forth with that a little bit. They told me that I'm I'm not allowed to get them. And then I shot back almost within a minute, the Open Meetings Act, which says I'm allowed to close meeting sessions. So you got to kind of play pull with them. You got to expect their next shot when you're sending these FOIAs out and then people are denying you. Close session minutes, I mean, I don't know why they won't tell people who were the other candidates. I think, you know, that should be a transparency thing. But was um, it just only two or just two finalists? Two finalists, they, they told everybody the names, but there were seven people that were candidates, only five of them went through the process, the principal eligibility process. And that was in a note yesterday, and I mentioned that in the podcast a month and a half ago or so. Okay. But there is a process to do that. 
you know, it's, as far as certifications, having the proper credentials, references, time in and things of that nature. Uh, two of them didn't go through the process. I, I don't know who they were. You, you have to, you have to have proper creds, you know, you just can't walk in and say, I want to be a uh, president of the uh, Lang Tech School or whatever it is. What's next with the, with the logo? Interesting. Um, Do we give up or? I don't know if it's about giving up, but I, I think that now they know that the voices of the alumni are serious. Before I got accused by the Lang Tech Alumni Association of being a gossiper and the only person out there who's, who's opposing them. Well, you know, F you to them because uh, I put I pushed them to the limit with the, with the sensory room. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to tell people it's going to cost $140,000 and you're raising that money and then it only comes up as half of that money is what it costs. And then another uh, half of it and part of that money is for a three year uh, upkeep on the room. You know, play it straight with people. Don't be asking for 140. I mean, anytime, you know, Glenn, you do real estate and Pete, you know, you've bought buildings and houses and you know, worked for George. So you, you're aware of what it takes for buildings and contracts and things of that nature and having bids on buildings and, and who in their right mind gets a bid without, you know, having the money ready. I mean, if you're going to have a bid 75,000, don't be saying 140 by guessing, you know, I, I don't know what kind of plan they had in place there, but I took them to the limit, the Lane Tech Alumni Association through the Illinois Attorney General. They found no, no wrongdoing on their part. But if the amounts were higher, there would have been an investigation. So they went underneath the radar. They never, they never showed me the books. They put it up there on their, on their page. Uh, then later on, which is causing a big static with the uh, Alumni Association, is they changed their bylaw. I don't think this was mentioned. Did we mention this last time? No. That the, in 2018, after I asked for all this stuff on their financials, they changed their bylaws. Now only voting members, which are the board of directors, can actually see their books. Not only that, only they can be in their Zoom meetings or whatever they have, Google Meets, uh, for their committee meetings and their and their board meetings. So a dues-paying member is just that. You pay dues and you get a weekly, uh, tri uh, three times a year uh, newsletter. That's all you get. Maybe you can put your name in there for a reunion, but you don't get much say in your own alumni association, which I think is a pretty shitty thing to do. And people were lighting her up. I'm not going to say her name because I really don't like her. And people were lighting her up uh, on Facebook, social media, and everything, saying, hey, we're asking you a simple question. Why did you change the bylaws? Why aren't other dues-paying members allowed to see the books anymore? And she wouldn't answer. And then this other guy, he started piping in that it's fake news. And, you know, people were right. They said, you know, fuck you, fake news. How come you're not telling us what's going on with the financials? Why did you change the bylaws? And you're not coming up with an answer. So I think I said before, they're like a small town group of elders. They're only a little select group of people. And then as far as the symbol goes, you know, Glenn, you want to take over a little bit? Yeah, the rumor I've been hearing more and more, and I don't know, it's coming from my daughter who is an alum and a lot of the kids are the Lane Tech champions. I'm hearing that more and more. I can deal with that. I can deal with champions, I guess. You know, I'd like warriors myself, but again, that has Indian connotation, so I don't think that's going to fly. Uh, I just don't want to see geese or some other bullshit symbol out there, you know, or doves, God knows what. I have so, no problems. With, I have no problems with terrapins. If they want to go with terrapins, I have no problems with that. Really? Yeah. If they're going to go with something, but no myrtle to turtle or anything like yeah. that. No, no cutesy bullshit. We're in the next. No, you're going to have to keep this. You know, they're going to take a large part of their decisions based on the students. Now, here's here's the crazy thing about it. they had ten months, ten months after they decided to change the symbol and name. 
to come up with a, with a decent advisory committee. I'm going to go on my soapbox right now. All right. And I follow this up with FOIAs and everything. And I asked them for their meeting minutes of their advisory committee. They told me that it wasn't a LSE mandated. There was no LSE mandated meetings and that they officially never met, but the group met. So what the, what the hell is that? So you met and you came up and you, you kept having updates on the meeting. I sent you guys both of the meeting minutes that had anything to concern with the symbols on it. And they're, they're coming up with updates, but the group never met as a whole. And, but yet it's a committee that's going to advise the symbol change. And I was calling bullshit on that. How could you have that? And I questioned a couple of people on their, on the an advisory board too, you know, one dude, you know, he's a teacher, you know, he, he was living in Schomburg for what, 13 years and violating the residency policy, but somehow he got off of that. And a year and a half of that, his daughter was living with him out there. So while she was a student at Lane, the same dude also, you know, he's had an affair with a head of the department and ended up when he's going through a divorce now. Is that the type of person we, we want on, on a committee as an alumni, you know, and, you know, the head of the uh, Lane Tech Alumni Association, you know, with the transparency issues and the financials, I go, these are the people you're entrusted to be on this advisory board. I go, come on. So I, I caused a little static there, and rightfully so. But then again, you know, I'm probably getting seen as only the one guy out there, but a lot of people don't know what's happening. So I get the information. I'll play, I'll play the grenade catcher and I'll go in and get all the information and I'll send it to people. I've done that for Glenn before and other people. Yep. And then the other people get it and then they start being, Hey, you know, he's right. He's right to, you know, bring this out. You know, I, I, I generally try initially not to give my opinion on it. I say, Hey, this is what they're doing. Okay. And then I'll, then I'll tell you, but generally it's, it's stuff that, they don't think anyone else deserves to know. And I, and I have a hard time with that. You know, they had 10 months, I think it's 11 months now uh, since they changed the symbol and they put that half-assed committee together and there's no minutes from them because they never met. Uh, so how are they giving, how are they giving advice, advice to the committee on what, what the logo should be? They put out some three minute video that was just, you know, come on. It was, it was a nice video, but what, what did it have to do with really much about the symbol change and didn't mention Indians or anything like that once. I, I, I can't think of for the life of me if they did anything else. You know? No, they really haven't. Brooks. And I, and I pressed them. I said, listen, you know, the Lane Tech Alumni Association, and I used Glenn's line, you got 80,000 alums since 1945. The Lane Tech Alumni Association has a little bit over 3000 members. They're not the voice of all of us. And there's a reason for that. Okay. And more and more people are not joining because they see the lack of transparency there. They can, they can bemoan that all they want and sit there and, you know, call me a gossip or what have you. But the bottom line is people aren't joining it. Like we talked about the last podcast, there ain't no St. Rita, no Mount Carmel Alumni Association. Hell, they're not even the, the old Gordon Tech Alumni Association. Anyhow, I've been pushing for them to delay the vote, which I think is a righteous thing to do. I think they should delay this vote until October. Because you know what? You've had a year and a half of school that's been an online learning remote. Kids aren't adapted to school yet, all right? So pushing it into like six weeks into the school year is is, is the right thing to do. And, and you know what? Why not make it an event? Why not have all the kids come up with something in the art classes and people have things by the main office they could look at, you know, but but they're doing things half-assed. They're doing this backdoor summer uh, voting thing where they go into an August meeting, just like they did with, uh, what's his name, Tennyson did with the, when he changed the logo, what do they call it? It, was a, it wasn't a simple change. It was a brand rebranding. Rebranding. 
and mm. you know, I, I, and, and the task principal does the same bullshit. He gets people together so he knows he can get what he wants pushed through because a lot of people don't vote. Why don't you Why don't you sit on it? You sat on it for 11, 10, 11 months. Why don't you sit on it for a little bit longer? And just like get more people involved. If you're not, you're not doing justice to it because it is a big event. If you're going to make a big hollabaloo of, of, of changing the, the Indian name and changing a symbol and we're going to take all the Indian things down or Native American, well, then, then take your time to change the symbol, uh, to vote on a righteous symbol name. Don't just come in there and say you're listening to a committee that's never met. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at on that. And that's my two minutes. I'm going to reach out to Edwina for the past two months when she was what well, past month when she was one of the two candidates. Uh, I'm friends with her on Facebook. I was private messaging her and she didn't respond back once. And understandably, I even said to her, I says the 80,000 alumni for the most part, Edwina, I think are behind you. And I kept on saying, you know, it should have happened four years ago. You should have been in blah, blah, blah. And finally, when she got elected last night, who did she text back and messenger last night? She goes, Glenn, thank you very much. You know, she didn't want to get into anything with me because I'm very volatile and she doesn't know where I would go off before she was elected. But after she got elected, I like to think I can send her a simple text with, you know, start maybe replaying the Nash daily national anthem. If kids don't want to stand, let them let them let them walk. Who cares? You know what I mean? But yeah. maybe that's one small victory I'd like to see is the anthem being played and give her Butch maybe, um, you know, some of our ideas about the, the champion warrior Terrapin, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I, I just, the, the champions, you, you got to think, look, look what other teams are going to think when they're going to be playing you. You're playing a team that always calling themselves the champions. You're in it to win a game. That would make me a little pissed. That would make me want to beat that team. You know? Well, everyone hates Lane Tech. If you, well, you're going to hate them more if you call them champions, I think. <laughs> you know, like winners. We're the winners. We are. <laughs> We're the winners. Uh, well, Tap hates us, you know, but their, their coach is leaving too. Their football coach is left I for heard. Alabama. Yeah. Well, Chris Haber's a tough cookie over there, man. He's a high-intensity dude. I would like to have him at Lane. Don't kid about. Don't, don't let me kid you. But you know, to be a Lane alum and seeing the things he's doing to the Dunning area, I, I just don't like it. But look at the okay. Phillips coach who I wanted to bring over. He he's fled, and that's unbelievable. Well, he did his time. He did his time. What did he have? 12, 13 years in at Phillips. Easy, easy. Yeah, and he, he's put. He's made what three three uh, state champions and. He sent a lot of kids into colleges and stuff like that. He did. So, yeah. He did. He, you know, he had a – the old Tennessee offensive line coach was uh, one of his coaches. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. Joe Barry, I think it was. Holy cow. Yeah. He had, he had some good guys on his staff. I, I'm going to say one thing for Lane Athletics this year. I, I haven't officially counted, but I think we've won seven or eight city championships this year. Now, a lot baseball, of the schools, they didn't yeah, field teams. Yeah. Baseball team's doing good. I know that. I have not heard of baseball. I can't find them anywhere, Butch. Well, they were doing good in the sectionals. I don't think they did well in the city. I think oh. where they were doing well was in the sectionals and stuff like that. I know the girls' softball was doing okay. I haven't I think, even heard about them. Those, I think I think Taft was a little bit better than them this year. A boys' track team just destroyed them in city this year. No one even remotely close. Girls' soccer destroyed six championships in a row. I mean, yeah. they just keep on, you know, reloading. Yeah, this year was a definitely about numbers. Lane had the numbers while other schools didn't, you know. They did, yeah. That definitely the depth was big big thing for Lane Tech to win a lot of it. Well, Lane Tech's uh, sophomore baseball team, shout out to Albert Reneva class of 83. The sophomore team won the city championship or I believe it was last week. 
And uh, Albert's a lawyer, residential lawyer, I believe. And uh, he did well. He's back over there coaching. He has kids that go to Oak Park River Forest. Yeah. I just like to see Lane Tech start competing at the state level. You know, for our size, we should have city championships up the ass every year. And then yeah. we should have a couple state championships here and there. We should. Well, I think that except for sports like football and and, and, and basketball and yeah, that's about it. Football, basketball. I think all the other teams can compete. Just football is just not going to compete in state. It's just that there's just so much smaller kids going to Lane these days and you don't have the numbers. However, I did I did hear that Lane's attendance is going to be uh, – Lane's enrollment is going to be down 72 kids next year. So how I does can't that, understand that, Butch. We have 10,000 kids applying. Why less kids? Well, maybe because more, more kids are going to schools in their neighborhood. Lane's, you know – some people just don't like lane. You know, it's just, that's the way it is. You know, when I, when I was subbing all over city, a compliment I got from a couple kids was you're not like the lane people I know. And I kind of know what that is. It's we're better than you attitude. Cause I've gotten that from other lane tech people towards me. And I says, well, it's just that I've always been like that. I always got along with everybody. I, you know, it's probably from me working in the bars all the years. You have to kind of get along with people, right? You yeah. want to get a tip. Yeah. You got to get a tip. The manager, you know, a little bit different, but well, let's get the new principal on. Reach out, you know. <laughs> she might. She give, might give if, she it know, a shot. if she knows we'd be tame. If if she feels like she's walking into a toxic trap, I think that's why the I, I, that that's why the LSC wouldn't come on because they were afraid what's going to happen. You know, it wasn't going to be a controlled environment like the Lane alums went on and had their letters read about the symbol, which I think was a horseshit thing. I mean, uh, the Lane chair there was reading the letters for the simple change, like that was a letter to the president and she was stopping and reading it accurately and no stubs or schlubs in reading. But when she was reading letters for other people, again, uh, for keeping it, it, it was like she forgot how to read. It was like, you know, the facial expressions and everything. Yeah. One thing I didn't like is when she grandstanded and, and went on there and says that, uh, I think Glenn caught that too, when she says she wanted to take a vote for keeping it. Remember that? And it got seconded in the LSC meeting. Yeah, I was on that Zoom call, I believe. Then it was just, I think it was just a grandstand to show nobody else was going to second it and third it. But what are you going to do? Well, let's get that new principal on. And I think for the next show, guys, what I'd, what I'd like to do is, which our first show together, I think we did uh, winter back in the day. I think we need to do summer back in the day. You know, talk about the summer sports, fast pitch, pitching pennies and whatnot. Oak you Street know, Beach, the- I used to be called the Polar Sun God. <laughs> that my, my, type of stuff, yeah. My senior schedule, my senior year, I was it allowed me to be at Oak Street Beach by 1 o'clock, 1 30 every day because I took chemistry in summer school because I know there's no no way I was going to pass it during a regular year. So I had the foresight to take it in, in summer school. And it was a good thing because, you know, I blew out my knee my senior year and I was hobbling around in crutches and I didn't need chemistry. Well, so, I think uh, the next one, let's talk, let, let's talk about that. Uh, this, the summer stuff, some of these new kids, they don't know what it's up. You know, you see these squares painted on the buildings. People don't know what they're, what they're all they, about. They don't so play that anymore. It's weird. They don't play fast pitch pinners. You know? Yeah. Pinners. Yeah. Remember there pinners? Used to be, there used to be the fast pitch box on the old lane driver's ed wall. Really? Yeah, they used to be a big fast pitch place. Why don't Great you area. play that? Why? It's fun. They yeah, got computers. Kids would rather do esports. That's you know esport. Yeah, I mean, well, let's yeah. say, let's uh, we'll save some juice for the next one, guys. But uh, 
just to whet everybody's appetites. Glenn, thanks again for coming on the show, man. Always awesome to have you. Yeah, thanks, Pete. Butch, you know. Always, always on. Always fun, Glenn. Hey, uh, any other any other insight uh, to what's going on from your daughters about what's happening in that lane right now? I mean, obviously, we can't expect that Edwina to come in and change it all around after Tennyson brought the anti-alumni, I want to say, attitude in there. Oh, my gosh, but, he did. Big but, I mean, but the comments that are, are saying, about time, Edwina, uh, congratulations. Why didn't this happen five years ago? Yep, uh, people are coming out. Yeah, and, and even some of the old friends of Lane Mommies are coming out now. You know, they, they were always kind of like, you know, siding with this guy. Now they're all coming out. Well, we're glad. We're glad. And I posted on Maureen George's wall. You know, she was a past uh, uh, Friends of Lane president. I go, really? I says, you know, glad this guy is gone. Hope Edwina can erase the damage this guy has done. I post him right on her wall, you know? You well, know, screw this. We have, a little, we have a little surprise coming for the next time. Uh, right, Pete? We got a little surprise coming for everybody. <laughs> about oh, this. Should we mention that now? You no, want to go ahead? We shouldn't. No, we, shouldn't? we will. We I don't will even know. Once we have oh, it. it's we, we we got a big surprise coming. Really? And yeah, it's uh, you know, if, if you're gonna hide information from us, we're gonna get it somehow. And oh if you, and if you're not gonna tell us, we're gonna find out. Is this and factual stuff? This is good well, stuff. This is good stuff. I hope it's, it's juicy stuff too. You know, I love uh, that. It's it, it's gonna be good if the, if that's a hook. And if I get excited about stuff these days, and usually I'm, I'm not too excited about much unless I have a good pizza in front of me. But th this is good, huh, Pete? All I'm saying is the next show we will definitely talk about fast pitch and maybe something else. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I really, really don't want to give it up right now. It's, okay, it's, all right. I don't even it, know. I have no hint, or no clue what you guys are talking about. So, and from what I understand, I do understand. I do know. It's going to put a lot of a lot of egg on a lot of people's faces. Ooh, so, good. so you know, it's like everyone was kind of saying, "Well, we just we're just waiting for the proper official documents so that we can prove our point." And it should be good. Well, I don't want to. That's all we're going to say. Butch, will I be pleased? Will I be happy? I I think so. Um, okay. From what I'm under, from what I'm hearing right now, the short of it, okay. um, it's going to be good and. There's going to be things that are going to come out that people are going to say, ah, shit, these fucking guys. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's hard for me to keep a secret, so. I know, me know, too. I can't keep secrets. I know. No, I no, not no I more. don't know nothing. I don't know <laughs> nothing. But here's, here's what I do know. Thanks for listening to Back in the Day. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you like to hear about in the upcoming shows. On behalf of my co-host, Walter, we thank you for listening. Glenn, again, thank you for coming on the show. You the music. Yeah.